good morning let us continue with archetypal criticism so in the beginning part of the essay fry was trying to say that there are different approaches to literature uh, different theories to interpret literature and one among them is archetypal approach which is very significant very very relevant which is um, which can be considered as one of the most authentic theories to interpret literature so what is archetype the term archetype denotes an original idea or a pattern of something of which others are copies and so there is an original idea which is the archetype and the pattern which is followed by authors are the copies the archetypal approach is interpreting a text on the basis of myths and rituals which are particular that to that culture race nation or community texts are studied meanings are deciphered and messages are conveyed in the background of myths and rituals this is not a theory which was proposed by northrop fry for the first time but uh, it was maud bodkin or james j fraser who began with uh, archetypal theory the only thing is that fry just continued and perfected the theory then uh, we saw the parallel drawn between science and literary criticism then we saw the inductive method of analysis that is the structural criticism which would help the reader to understand a text and uh, he uh, that is why he decided to proceed inductively to analyze the text from the particular truths in a work then to deduce the general truths it is important to maintain an objective stand while writing a text and an author cannot express his personal emotions or make comments that would interfere with the work then a critic looks out to see whether an author maintains objectivity so that is the main role of the critic uh, which is a psychological approach Uh, where the author's personal symbols images and myths are incorporated in his works and the reader is able to identify them the author at times may be aware of the myths symbols or uh, he will have to discover it so that's it uh, then we came to the third part that is deductive method of analysis under the deductive method of analysis the critic proceeds to ascertain the meaning of a work from the general truth to the particular one literature could be compared to music and painting because just like music that carries rhythm as one of its principal characteristics of music and painting pattern literature employs um, images forms and words as realizations of rhythm and pattern while rhythm in music is temporal and pattern in painting is spatial in literature both rhythm and pattern are recurrences of both the temporal as well as the spatial dimensions in literature rhythm is equated to the narrative and the narrative presents events and episodes as a sequence to hasten action pattern in literature is the verbal structure that conveys a meaning to produce the desired artistic effect a work of literature should comprise of rhythm the narrative and pattern besides the meaning 
and the pattern in a work of art is uh, going to be analyzed that is going to be the next part of the essay that's the uh, that is included in the deductive approach itself we are going to see uh, the next part as analyzing the pattern in literature so coming back to the original essay the myth is the central informing power that gives archetypal significance to the ritual and archetypal narrative to the oracle hence the myth is the archetype though it might be convenient to say myth only when referring to narrative and archetype when speaking of significance in the solar cycle of the day the seasonal cycle of the year and the organic cycle of human life there is a single pattern of significance out of which myth constructs a central narrative around a figure who is partly the sun partly vegetative fertility and partly a god archetypal human being the crucial importance of this myth has been forced on literary critics by Jung and Fraser in particular but the several books now available on it are not always systematic in their approach for which reason i supply the following table of its phases now fry is coming to different seasons and how he is uh, making use of seasons in order to draw parallel between seasons and literature so first one is the dawn spring and birth phase so spring is equated with the birth phase myths of the birth of the hero of revival and resurrection of creation of the defeat of the powers of darkness winter and death subordinate characters the father and mother the archetype of romance and of the dithyrambic and rhapsodic poetry so the first part is important for us the dawn the early morning that is the spring the, the early morning the birth phase of the hero that can be equated to the spring second is the zenith that is the summer the marriage or triumph phase of the hero so that is the second phase marriage phase which can be equated to the season summer next is sunset autumn or the death phase myths of fall of the dying god of violent death and sacrifice and of the isolation of the hero subordinate characters the traitor and the siren the archetype of tragedy and elegy so in the first one that is spring uh, the uh, archetype of romance was drawn birth phase and in the second summer uh, marriage or triumph phase archetype of comedy pastoral or idyll then autumn or death phase archetype of tragedy and elegy so this is how different literary forms are evolved it is not that the author is um, pre planning which literary form he or she should reproduce the darkness or winter that is the fourth phase or the dissolution phase myths of the triumph of these powers myths of floods and the return of chaos of the defeat of the hero uh, that is uh, here this is the last phase winter it can be equated to uh, the uh, dissolution phase of the hero so uh, and the uh, corresponding uh, genre is uh, satire so these four phases you have to learn by heart 
only then we can um, reproduce the assay fruitfully okay so this for these four phases not only these four phases the quest myth also has to be learned so this is the comparison uh, drawn to different seasons so fry's use of seasons in archetypal criticism can be seen once again in uh, first of all comedy it is united with spring because comedy suggests the birth of the hero revival and rebirth it also suggests the new creation as well as the power over the darkness spring also stands for the defeat of winter and darkness in spring uh, there is the new creation in trees which symbolizes the similarities between comedy and spring then comes romance which can be it which is connected with summer because summer is the end of life in the seasonal calendar in the western countries similarly romance the genre culminates with some type of success particularly in marriage in literature autumn autumn is connected to Uh, connected with tragedy as autumn is the dying period in the seasonal calendar similarly the genre tragedy stands for the fall of the hero or heroine or protagonist autumn itself symbolizes the fall and which is considered to be full of darkness then satire satire or irony is like winter as they stand for the dark genres satire is one type of disrespectful act it is full of darkness dissolution and the return of chaos and the defeat of the heroic figure sometimes satire becomes very cruel and winter is also very cruel in western countries now fry gives the context of john proves how a symbol and image is to be analyzed so that is the next phase now here we have the uh, uh, parallel drawn between the four seasons the four phases and the four um, literary forms spring or birth phase to uh, romance summer or marriage phase comedy pastoral idyll autumn death phase tragedy and elegy winter dissolution phase to satire so make sure that you uh, go through the uh, essay again and again and understand the concepts involved so in the beginning of the essay we got uh, the definition of archetypal criticism uh, the definition of criticism and difference between lit- uh, science and criticism how criticism can be equated to science the systematic form of study then we got the uh, inductive method of uh, analyzing literature and now in the third phase we are in the deductive phase drawing from general truths to particular truths in literature how authors are uh, trying with the uh, general truths in uh, literature to the particular truths it happens deliberately or uh, unconsciously most probably it happens without the uh, involvement of the author that is from the worldly experience attitude aptitude and uh, the reading experience everything of the um, author uh, this is ha- this is where a parallel is drawn between psychological approach that is the unconscious of the author is formed and from the unconscious 
the particular images or patterns or uh, symbols or archetypes are being uh, are coming out and different different literary forms are not formed or not um, formed deliberately that is an author cannot decide whether he is going to write a satire or a um, idyll or a uh, elegy or a, um, a romance but Uh, according to the uh, archetypal symbols or seasons that are uh, coming through his pen he will be uh, writing uh, different literary forms it cannot be predetermined that's it so we will uh, come to the last part of the deductive approach in the uh, next session thank you